Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Hello everybody, this is Andy Lopez and you're listening to Don't Panic, It's Organic. Song in the background is called Luna. It's available through my website, invisiblegardener.com. Just go to the music store. It's called Inner Gardening section. Yes. Yes. On uh, today's show, I'm going to be answering a question which is one of my favorite things to do is answer questions. And so um, the question is, suppose I had disease issues this season. Is my store reusable next year or should it be discarded? I paid to bring it all in so I really would like to reuse it. How do you sanitize soil to remove any disease or fungus? We have an old, a very cold winter here that I assume would kill anything living in the soil. Is that correct? Someone clue me in, please. This is uh, by David. Oh, hi, David. Okay, so here are here we go, and I'll do the best I can to to cover it for you uh, uh, adequately without getting too confused. Okay, so if you have a disease issues this year, and it's your soil reusable next year. Um, Okay, first of all, diseases affect different, there are different types of diseases which affect different plants. And so one of the ways you can reuse the soil is to know what plants are not affected by the disease. In other words, you, there's a couple ways. One, you can do soil rotation or you can do plant rotation. There are a couple other ways, but these are two ways that come up the bat right off the bat without doing anything to the soil. So let's just say you were growing um, tomato plants. And they're, they were diseased. And you're correct in, in, in wondering, in saying that it's in the soil, because all diseases start in the soil. So, uh, just say you had tomato plants and they were diseased. Not a good idea to grow tomato plants next year in the same, uh, you know, soil. You would, you could, I would grow something completely different. So, I could, you can do, um, corn, you can do, um, all different kinds of greens, mustard greens, you can grow herbs. Uh, so there are lots of other things you can grow that won't be affected by the, to- the tomato, dis- by the disease in the soil. Okay, so that's one way to do it. And the other way is, and you don't really mention here if you have a raised bed or in the soil. Uh, that's one of the reasons why you want to do a raised bed. Uh, you can control the soil a lot better than in the ground. 
So if you had a raised bed, you normally you probably wouldn't be having the t the disease problem if you did it right. If you were to um, amend the soil properly, if the soil was alive with all the different natural bacteria, it was, uh, had all the microbiological activity, a diverse uh, uh, microbiological life in the soil. I have a saying: the good guys and the bad guys don't live in the same place. So that, that, that would not give it an opportunity for that disease to ha happen. And on top of that, um, there are things, other things you can't do in the raised bed that you can't really do in the soil, in the ground. One of them would be soil rotation. So in the raised bed, you can, of course, you know, grow different things. And so you have four or five different raised beds, and you rotate through the, the raised beds growing different things. So if you grow tomato in one bed, you grow tomatoes in the next bed, and you rotate them around different things. Also, too, you can rotate the soil. You can take the soil out of the raised bed, run it through your compost system, put no new, some new uh, soil in it. Not the same one, but you take the old soil, start composting it, run it through your compost system again. But you, you, have, you have some new compost that comes out, and that's the stuff you want to add to your raised bed. And you don't just put raised bed, straight compost in a raised bed. You want to amend it, treat it like a, a big uh, container. So you, do, you add organic a potting soil to it to loosen it up and bring the pH to bear. pH is another issue which I I will just take a quick note here. All right, pH. <laughs> uh, so you you can rotate the soil. That means you take everything out, put something in. You let it uh, cook up, let it let it uh, mellow, and you can start growing in it. Another thing you could do to um, in a raised bed that you, that you can also do in the ground but it's much more effective in, in a raised bed is to do a green cover crop that would be where you grow something uh, that you let it grow and then you turn it over and you let it decompose in the soil uh, so there are uh, so the last thing you want to do is you don't you know if you have the tomato say you have diseased tomato in a raised bed or in the ground the last thing you want to do is cut them up and turn them over in the ground because you'll be Spreading more of the disease, but if you were if you had a disease and you, you know, in the in your raised bed and you wanted to uh, to grow something, there are lots of different things you can grow in there. That they, then you can then turn it over. Like you can grow alfalfa, you can grow mung beans, you can grow uh, sunflowers, small sunflowers. You can grow any kind any kind of cover crop. You can grow uh, uh, peanuts. You can grow all kinds of things that you can then turn over. Clover that you can turn over and let it. And what I would do is turn it over, add some horse manure, animal manure, turn it all over, uh, add some compost to it, turn it over, cover it with a plastic bag, and that's an, that's an, and then let it you know cook and let it mellow down before you use it. Uh, one of the things you can do with a raised bed is to cover the whole thing with a plastic bag and solarize it. I mean, you leave it like that. For about a month, it will cook up and kill bad bacteria. It won't get uh, hot enough to kill the good bacteria. Now, I don't mean a uh, plastic bag. I mean, you know, get a sheet of plastic, buy it by the roll, which will cover the uh, the raised bed, or even you can put that on the ground too. But I I don't recommend that so much uh, because it doesn't really entirely work out as well. It doesn't. You don't entirely eliminate them. Because uh, you really have to rotate the soil to get exposure, and, and the, the deep inside of the bed, it'll, they'll survive. So what you want to do, is, what I do, is to learn about the pH of the soil, 
pay attention to that. Pay attention to the health of your soil, because that's really the key to it. So that way you won't get the disease in the first place. Also, too, you know, you, you got to be careful when you buy plants. If you go to the nursery and you buy plants there, you're going to be bringing the disease in the soil to the plants. That's, that's another good reason not to, you know, if you're going to be buying plants, to buy only organic seeds and organic plants, or even better, to grow your own from organic seeds, right? Then you know you have control of the soil. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, <clears throat> not, so you have the, um, so the, using your raised beds is one of the best ways to, to do that. You can rotate your, your plants. You can rotate the soil. You can't so, sanitize the soil. Uh, and it says, you know, part, the other part of your question is how, um, how do you sanitize soil to remove any seeds or fungus? I have very, we have very cold winter here, so I assume we kill anything living in the soil. Is that correct? No. They'll just, they'll just go into hybrid, hibernation until it gets warm enough and they'll come right back again. So as I said before, you know, you can sanitize the soil, especially if it's in a raised bed by, uh, the methods I explained, which would be, you can cover it with a plastic, uh, tarp, so it speaks to the sunshine through it, not the black kind, the clear kind, so the sunshine through it, solarize it, but then you gotta turn the soil over regularly to expose all aspects of it, right? Uh, you can, um, uh, rotate the soil, take the soil out, run it through your compost system. That will sanitize it right there. By sanitizing, it means just killing off the bad bacteria by introducing more good bacteria. Uh, you can uh, take the soil out and you know compost, and, and when you do that, you want to add new compost, new soil to it. So uh, be careful what soil you add. Uh, so you you know you can add, make sure you add organic potting mix to your compost. Part of the scenario, too, part of the problem is, is that most people, when they make their compost, they don't make their compost correct so that it doesn't get hot enough. It should be at least 170 degrees Fahrenheit, maybe 180, 190 degrees Fahrenheit to, to kill off the bad bacteria. So if your compost is not heating correctly, you should going to be passing the bacteria back again. You know, so, uh, in terms of sanitizing for a disease and fungus, you know, uh, if you're doing in the ground and you can't, you know, rotate the soil and stuff like that, uh, one of the best ways is to get raw manure. By raw, I mean as fresh as possible, horse manure, cow manure. Rot rototill that into the soil and then cover it with a, 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 a black uh, plastic to allow, allow it to finish cooking and give it a couple of months time. That will kill the bacteria, the, the, that was sanitize it by introducing all the good bacteria and then when you're ready to grow you can have to, you can amend it by adding compost and turn the soil over and get it back in shape again. Uh, there are lots of different things you can spray but I don't recommend them because they don't really last as long and they do more damage uh, than good. And so the cold, remember the cold doesn't do it so you want to be able to uh, use some one of these systems uh, that I have explained to you. It, I'm assuming that you're not using a raised bed uh, because um, you I think you would have mentioned that you were using a raised bed, right? <laughs> so I'm assuming you're not. So I would, you know, actually convert to, to using a raised bed. If you, if you, so if you don't, don't have a raised bed and you, I would look at the ground and actually put a raised bed or two in that same place. So you can grow seven times more food, have more control of the soil, more control of diseases in the soil, stuff like that. Okay. So I hope this helps you, uh, and um, uh, if you, uh, by sending email to me with question, uh, question 
uh, a, a subject in the email saying contest, question, contest, uh, you get entered into our monthly contest. So uh, David, I think is his name, David, uh, will be entered into our monthly contest. The winner of this month will get an Invisible Gardener's Roarer's Kit, which has uh, five pounds of uh, Invisible Gardener's Super C, no, five pounds of Invisible Gardener's Rock Dust Blend, and you're going to get a quart of the Super Seaweed, uh, my microbiological activator. Uh, just to t talk a little bit about what we're talking about disease is, is that, remember, all diseases are soil-borne diseases, but, and, and also really depends upon the pH of the soil because of certain bacteria that eat, that live in that pH. And if that bacteria is missing, it will be, it will get uh, mineral deficient. And also what will happen if that bacteria is missing, some other type of bacteria will come and take its place, which is the fungus among us. And so uh, the fungus is not set up to be, providing nutrition to the plants they're on their own uh, whereas there are other bacteria that that's actually what they do so it comes back down to a trace mineral deficiency so when you have a, a fungus on your plant a disease again you don't mention what type of diseases or many different types of diseases uh, all of them can be cured by a, a, first of all paying attention to the health of the soil secondly by paying attention to the health of the plant uh, understand what BRICS levels means the higher the BRICS the less the disease the less the pest Okay, so there's a reason for, uh, for, for that. And so you want to uh, increase the mineral levels of your plants. You do that through foliar application, which are instant. They will absorb it right away. You can also knock out most diseases by increasing the calcium level of the plants. You'll find most calcium are not, um, most plants don't, are defi are de that have fungus are deficient in calcium. So milk is a great deterrent for diseases. Cup of milk, gallon of water will help. Uh, but you also really want to try to have increase all the other nutrients. Uh, I myself, that's why I invented Super Seaweed in 1956 to provide all the minerals. So that's what Super Seaweed does. It's a blend of different kinds of seaweed and all kinds of stuff from all around the world. <laughs> and you spray that. It provides all the minerals, raises the bricks, knocks out the, the fungus. Uh, and you have to spray it regularly. Because remember, the, the fungus travels from the soil. So the other thing that I would uh, suggest in terms of controlling the fungus among us, rock dust, compost, and mulch. So if you, you should apply a layer of rock dust once or twice a year. You should apply compost on a regular basis two or three times a year. It depends whether it's a garden, a vegetable garden. You do it quarterly. Uh, you also want to apply an acid mulch. So... I would say if you have the disease, more than likely the pH is off. By doing this and applying an acid mulch, the acid mulch will help to control the disease uh, by reducing the pH down, and the acidic mulch itself can be made into a tea and sprayed. So if you, you've used, like, for example, Zeta Gardenia mix, make a tea out of that and spray it, that would also help to control the diseases. So th I hope this helps you for today. Uh, I'm here every every Saturday. Send email to Andy at invisiblegardener.com. Uh, in the subject, you write contest. In the body, send me your question. I will put your email aside. Uh, and this also works for too if you are on Google or any of my uh, other social networks. Ask me a question. I automatically put your name down for uh, uh, the contest. Also, by the way. Uh, I'm giving away my natural pest control ebook. It's in the 73rd 
revision. Uh, if you're a member, you already have that. You can always go to the. Uh, you should have a, a link when you done when you first joined. It has all the ebooks. If you clicked on Natural Pest Control ebook, the latest version, you'll get that downloaded. If you if you're not a member, you can go to invisiblegardener.com. You'll see a special offer there. Click on it. Takes you to the page. Uh, you, I would look at that offer because it's really uh, there's a way. Uh, you know, basically it's twenty dollars for a lifetime, but because you're listening to the radio show, you can get it for a dollar. So all you have to do is say send me email to andyinvisiblegardener.com. Uh, I would like to join for a dollar. Tell me how to do that. And you need to ask, have a question, of course. Uh, and then I'll send you an email back with the, the uh, code. So basically, you go to the store. You, you, you sign up for the digital membership, which is $20 a lifetime. You enter the code that I send you. It'll knock off $19. You only pay a dollar. And yes, you'll get that Natural Pest Control ebook. You get 20 books for free. Or if you just, no, for a dollar, excuse me. Or if you want the, just the pest control ebook for free on that same page that, you know, that the special offer is on, you'll say there's a special offer for a free book download on this page. You scroll down the page, you'll see the, the natural pest control book and the download link. Go ahead and download the ebook. It's free. Okay? Uh, so that's, that's going on there. Uh, and uh, thank you very much for listening to my show. And remember, all questions, Andy at Invisible Garden in the Dark. Dot com. Take care now. Bye. So here's the song uh, Luna, which you can also buy for 99 cents. And you get that through my website. You go to invisiblegardener.com and you t look up inner, you see inner gardening music, takes you to the page. Uh, if you want to, uh, you already, uh, if you, um, I was going to say if you want to listen to the song, but I'm going to be playing it up next. Uh, you don't have to buy it if you don't want to. Since you got the download, you can just save that one part of the song so you can listen to it. But if you want to help support uh, the show and you like what I'm doing, it's just download it. It's 99 cents from InvisibleGardener.com. It tells you inner gardening music. Thank you very much for listening to my show. Happy growing organically, of course. Bye now.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.